This is Friday, September 30th. Do you hate excuses as much as I do? I mean poor excuses for something that should be done. Excuses when there really is no excuse. This was often the story of God's people and the mission God had for them. They couldn't see their way to carry it out. They became distracted. Sometimes they simply forgot. Okay, now I'm making excuses for them. (laughs) This is one story in Scripture that reveals this truth clearly. A story that grips us with the truth that we can find almost any excuse to avoid the calling God has for us. And the case is the case of Jonah. Here's where we begin today. Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare went down into it to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. Yes, we are looking at Jonah. We looked at him on Sunday. And I know we moderns get caught up in the fish story and miss the main point of the book. And that is part of the point of the book. The book is about something even more fantastic than the fish that swallows Jonah. You might ask, well, what is that? It is about the mercy and love of God. You see, God gives Jonah a mission to go to the Assyrian Empire and to the capital city of Nineveh. And at the time, there was no more evil people on the face of the earth. The Assyrians relished torturing their enemies, and the walls of the city of Nineveh were, were covered with scenes of their enemies being beheaded and mistreated. They filleted the skin of some of their enemies alive when they conquered them. These were a bad people. You see, anyone that knew the people of Nineveh would say that shock of the book wasn't that a fish swallowed Jonah. They would say the unbelievable part was that God had compassion on the people of Nineveh. They would say that God would prefer to destroy them and be done with them. But they would be wrong. Of course, it's shocking for us today to discover that God desires people, bad people, evil people, to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. So, in a sense, you have to give Jonah credit for running. He came from a country and a people he counted to be the good guys, and God sent him on a mission to the worst people around. It would be like telling a Jewish rabbi to walk into Nazi Berlin with a message that calls the people to repentance. And him preaching the message like he hoped they would respond. So Jonah has the best excuse ever. The people of Nineveh, they don't deserve it. But that's precisely God's point. Grace is never deserved by anyone. That's the nature of grace and the very grace that we've received in Christ. We don't deserve the place we have and the love we have received. And of course, Nineveh doesn't either. And that's what the Lord is trying to get his people to see. Their mission in the world is not to the deserving, because no one is deserving. It is to rebels, those hardened in their evil, those far away from God, as far as we can imagine. 
Now here's the kicker to Jonah's excuse-making. After his whole incident with the fish, Jonah obeys God and he goes to Nineveh and he delivers God's message. It's true, he probably preaches the worst sermon ever. But the people repent. They turn for a season from their evil ways, and it isn't an act. Their moment was of repentance was real. And God does not destroy that evil city. It's stunning for sure. And Jonah is stunned. He's more than stunned, he's angry. I mean, really angry. I want to pick up in Jonah chapter 4, verse 2. And he, that's Jonah, prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relenting from disaster. That's Jonah 4, two. Wow! He explains why he ran to begin with. It wasn't because he was afraid of the way he'd be treated by the Ninevites if he were to preach to them. It wasn't because it was inconvenient for him, though no doubt it was. He ran because he knew God would forgive them. God would not bring disaster on them. God would show his love to them. He feared that God would show them mercy, and he didn't care about those people. Worse than that, he wanted God's judgment to fall upon them. His excuse was that God was too loving. And if he went to Nineveh, those people, the worst people, might be saved by God. Now, I don't know what excuses you give for not joining God in his mission for the world. But in me, I often find a, a lack of love. I just don't love people as God does. I don't long for them to be saved. I'm not talking about the worst people in the world. I'm talking about my neighbors. And that is why God is pushing us to learn about his love and mercy and he is inviting us afresh to take up his mission with him. We are where we are and have what we have because God has loved us. We who are rebels are loved by God. And that is what he wants my neighbor to see, that they too might come to him for life. Let's pray. Lord, we are masters of excuses and explanations. and We have our reasons Show us your steadfast love that we might have a reason we cannot deny. Open our eyes to see how great your love is for us and for all of humankind. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.